You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon from LifeWay Students here with you. I'm the team leader for Student Ongoing Bible Studies at LifeWay and the editor of Explore the Bible Students. And we find ourselves in the spring quarter, and this is session one. Uh, We're going to do some leader training, just some basic kind of looks at our study and just kind of some tips and tricks, and hopefully this will help you be prepared to teach on Sunday morning to guide students through the scriptures, and most importantly, to encourage them and point them to Jesus. That's our goal, right? Every Sunday is an opportunity to encourage students to love them, to point them to Christ, and to celebrate who Jesus is so that they might join him on mission and make a difference in the world. So this session is called Neighbors, and we're looking at Luke 10, 25 through 37. And this is one of the most iconic stories in the Bible. Um, Jesus tells this story. It's the parable of the Good Samaritan. And um, it's really profound. And I want to encourage you to check out the Explore the Bible Students animated uh, video bundle. Um, you can get this at lifeway.com. Or, or also you can go to goexplorethebible.com. And uh, I want you want you to check it out because I love the way the video talks about this parable and how radical it is. This is a radical uh, par- parable. It's a parable that would have gotten people's attention. It would have been shocking to some of the people that first heard it because of who the hero of the story is. The hero of the story is not a Jew. It's not a rabbi. The hero of the story is not a Pharisee. The hero of the story is not a, religi- a Jewish religious leader. Jesus tells a story, deliberately tells a story, where, in fact... The people who are um, who who do everything wrong in this story are the Jewish folks, the Jewish leaders, um, the people that should have done done the right thing. But the person who really shows love to his neighbor in this parable, the person who really demonstrates what it's like to live out Jesus's kingdom mindset and values, is is a Samaritan. And of course, we know Jews hated Samaritans. In many ways, in the, in a, you know, we know Jews in Jesus' day had problems with Gentiles. They did all these things to separate themselves from Gentiles, but in a way, Samaritans were worse than Gentiles because these were people that were viewed as like false teachers, essentially. They were viewed as people who um, betrayed Judaism in the way that they did life, in the way that they had their own temple, in the way that they had their own some of their own practices. They were, they were like a false Judaism to them. It would be like... Um, the way um, you know some religious groups today really don't like each other because they see each other as false manifestations of the true way. And that's how Jews would have seen Samaritans. And Jesus deliberately chooses one of these folks to do the right thing in the story and to demonstrate what it looks like to be a neighbor. And that's what this passage is all about. It's about showing us a picture of what it looks like to be a neighbor, which is crucial. I mean, the greatest commandment is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second is like it. You can't divorce the second greatest commandment from the first. They go hand in hand. And the second greatest commandment is to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so following Jesus leads us to show his love and his grace to others. Um, So I just want to point out a few things in Leader Guide that I think might be helpful. I really like the Let's Talk questions in this session. That's on page five of your leader guide. But it says, tell us about a neighbor who lives on your block, floor, or street. Um, I like that question because your students will know a little bit about their neighbors. uh, And it'd be interesting to see what they do or don't know about the people who live close to them. 
Um, now be careful here. The goal here isn't to shame anybody for not knowing that much about their neighbors. I mean, you're going to have teenagers that have never in your group who've never talked to their neighbors. And that could be interesting to find out. Uh, you're going to have teenagers in your group who've talked to their neighbors a handful of times. And you're going to have some in your group that, that are really close with a handful of their neighbors because, you know, they have kids their age and they go outside and play soccer together or whatever. Um, so you're going to have people all across the map. The goal here is not to shame anyone. It's just to, to have a discussion. But then the second question is even more helpful. What does it mean to be a good neighbor? So you want to just talk about the fact that we live close to one another. That doesn't mean that much. You can live someone, live close to someone and never be a good neighbor to them. So um, this parable, in which, which was spawned by this question, hey, who, who's my neighbor? Um, Jesus is going to answer that for us by saying, hey, Samaritans are your neighbor. The people that you don't like, that you despise, that you look down upon, those people are actually your neighbors, and those repeat the people you're called to love and serve and show grace to. So one of the, this is a theme in Luke's gospel constantly. He's constantly showing Jesus uh, hanging out with people we wouldn't think that he should hang out with, and telling stories where people like Samaritans are the hero. And he does it for a really important purpose, to expand our understanding of who our neighbors are and what ministry should look like for us, what life should look like for us. Um, we are not called to only serve and love people that are easy to love and serve. We're not called to love and serve only those people who can love and serve us back. That's a real temptation we face today, isn't it? It's really easy to be nice to and show kindness to people who can make our lives better. Um, it's not that hard to, to serve people that we feel like are going to lift us up and get us in a better position, bring us success, bring us money, bring us fame, bring us acceptance. Um, your students face that at school all the time. They're tempted to hang out with the people that they think that will increase their social standing. But Jesus deliberately calls us to love and serve and minister to people um, who can't do anything for us in return. The guy who falls among the robbers, can't, he can't do anything in return. But the Samaritan loves him anyway. That's a picture of how we're to love others. That's a picture of the gospel. That's a picture of the way Jesus loves us. So let's ask God to show us ways we could show that kind of love to someone in our lives this week. Help your students see a way they could do that for someone this week as a means of pointing them to Christ. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.